0: Welcome to Baby Tour Guide's Montessori Babies Podcast. I'm your host and baby tour guide, Bianca Salorsino, and for the last decade, I've dedicated myself to helping parents, educators, and caregivers optimize baby development through a Montessori lens. This podcast is all about evolving our Montessori practice to make our time with our sweet babies easier, relaxed, and so much fun. Let's jump into it. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 10 of our Montessori Baby Show. Today's episode is super exciting because it is all about talking to family and friends and caregivers about doing Montessori with your baby or Montessori for babies. So this topic has actually been suggested by a couple of you amazing listeners who are currently you know having these types of conversations or about to and you know given the holidays are here and this is the time of year when we're likely with family and friends and you know go into fun events where people may be wondering about what it means to you know do Montessori with your baby or what you're doing with your baby even you know (laughs) so maybe having you know these types of conversations with loved ones and You know, if you have others caring for your baby too, it's definitely a good idea to share the exciting information you're learning and approach you're taking with them and so everyone is on the same page. And I know that whether you're doing, you know, a full Montessori approach, so implementing just everything that you learn or implementing pieces or elements that suit your family, it can be exciting to have these conversations, you know, but also nerve-wracking and tricky to have, you know, that kind of discussion with people. So, I thought today I would throw some thoughts and ideas and pieces of support out there so you feel like, you know, you have tools in your pocket for when those moments inevitably arise in your journey. So before we jump into that conversation, I thought we would first start with our quote for the week. And that quote is, the funny thing about parenting rules is that there aren't any. That's what makes it so difficult. And that was said by Ewan McGregor, who is an actor most known for playing the beloved Star Wars character, Obi-Wan Kenobi, in the more recent Star Wars films, and... I felt like this was the most perfect quote for this episode because we are talking about talking to others, our family, our friends, about what we're choosing to implement with our own babies, like the approach that we're taking, right? And so given that babies don't come with a manual, but they are born into wonderful families who love them, of course, but all all of the adults around them come with their own experiences and biases and emotions and opinions. And of course, some stronger than others based on what they know or have tried or have been told about baby rearing, right? And it can sometimes make it hard to explain, you know, that you're trying something new or something different. Sometimes it's totally fine and totally easy, but sometimes it can be tougher, right? So it's nice to have some tools in your pocket. I will say it's a good thing for babies to have everyone on the same page, especially when it comes to those who are taking care of them at home. And it's definitely good for what baby experiences within their own home environment because our babies thrive off of consistency and they really find security in it, right? So for example, within their home environment, if one person caring for baby is feeding them at their Montessori table or at their trip trap chair at the table seated until the meal is done, right? And another person who is caring for baby in the home, you know, lets them kind of crawl around and play with their toys during the meal and they're just kind of following them around, putting food in their mouth. It's likely that they will be confused, right? They'll be confused as far as what their routine is, what their expectation is, what their limit is, right? I will say some babies do fine with transitioning between expectations that vary between caregivers, but others do have a harder time. And typically it's, you know, based on temperament and also the baby who have a strong sense of order, like the ones who really like their routines, definitely have a harder time with inconsistencies. So in knowing this, it's just really helpful to have everyone on the same page to make it as smooth as possible for baby. And then, of course, peaceful for you as well within that, right? Because if baby's secure and settled and happy and peaceful, we're a lot more likely to be too. And then even for those who don't act as a caregiver, it's always nice to have, you know, these conversation tools in your pocket in case you'd like to share what you're implementing. So, you know, those that love your baby or if they ask, you know, what they do during the day or hoping to just follow them and their life or, you know, implement with them even in small moments. So, for example, if those around baby take familiar approaches to baby, right, if they recognize the type of approaches that are taken, if they are speaking to them, you know, at their level and they're using full language and, you know, they're giving them choices and all things that they know, it's more comfortable for them. And that's super helpful with people they may not see as often, right? So to share, I do want to say that even though, you know, I do this as my career and those around me know that I love Montessori in infancy and (laughs) I love, love helping parents and caregivers implement Montessori with their babies. And I'm just really loving every single day with my son and implementing Montessori with him. Those around me, expected that I'd be doing Montessori with my son, of course. but I have had many of these types of conversations. so wonderful conversations, but you know, sometimes awkward, sometimes even tougher with family and friends about, you know both broader mono both broader Montessori baby topics and smaller pieces within them like, ones that happen in moments where they observe something I do with them, for example. Also to mention, I used to give tours at a Montessori school and there were many people, you know, who would come to look at the Montessori school who did not know anything about Montessori except for It is a wonderful approach to offer your kids. Usually people would assume that it started at preschool age, right? But, you know, they would have infant programs and toddler programs. And so they would be looking at these programs with fresh eyes. And some would look at it and immediately fall in love, right? They would see these just peaceful babies, you know, moving around freely in their space. And they would see the child-sized furniture and everything would be, you know, minimal and clean and just Beautiful. But others definitely had questions, you know, about babies getting involved in their routines and in their space and, you know, like feeding themselves, for example. That was a question I got a lot. And, you know, having these conversations, while they can go so wonderfully, they can also be, you know, awkward or met with strong opinions on the other end. And I will say in my years in the field, it's about 60-40. Like 60% of people will just be so excited (laughs) when you share the info and in awe of what you're telling them. And, you know, if you share little things that have happened with your child specifically, or if you're a caregiver, things that you've seen with children you've worked with and you know, and the other forty percent though will push back or question. And something I try to keep in mind first in having these types of conversations with you know our family and our friends and um, just those who are around baby is that everyone has their own background, right? They have their own biases as to why they feel the way they feel about you know, caring for babies and baby rearing, right? And so to break this piece down even further, there are definitely, definitely some cultural pieces to child rearing, especially when it comes to babies specifically. For example, in my culture, so I'm Mexican-American and in Mexican culture, It is very custom to do everything for baby and almost not even let them try things as infants. And it comes from a place of just pure love because doing for them is what is known and it's how you show your love for them. And so don't get me wrong. I know that it stems from that, you know, wonderful, wonderful place. And I know that there are other cultures that feel similarly about, you know, their babies. And so, for example, I had one of these conversations with a family member about the floor bed, right? Because there were strong opinions as far as why I'd have have him sleep on a mattress on the floor. And funny enough, even had family who were offering to buy me a crib you know <laughs> um so we could get him off the floor but i got to you know explain the incredible benefits of having him on the floor right of having that floor bed and having the materials out and that freedom of movement and that development of vision and you know and so i got to explain those benefits but not only those but the benefits to me as well you know as far as night feedings went and when he would wake up in the middle of the night how easy it was for me to go and soothe him back and that's just one example, because of course, there's a lot of loving info from family and friends as far as you know sharing what they did that worked for them with their babies, and there's so much value and experience and their experiences for them but If you're looking to do something different, it may mean, you know, having a wonderful but slightly awkward moment of conversation (laughs) or even a bigger conversation with those, you know, who care for baby. You know, say you have a grandparent caring for baby or a caregiver who, you know, has cared for infants a certain way up until this point. You know what I mean? So you may be having, you know, a bigger conversation about what Montessori is for babies and what it means for you. And so I wanted to start by offering you some tips. Tips as far as just a simple way to explain what Montessori looks like in infancy, and then offer tips and tactics to letting people know what you're going to do with your babies. So what you can say as far as what Montessori for Babies is, Montessori for Babies in the home is a purposeful parenting approach aimed at supporting how babies naturally grow and develop. And this includes ideas like treating them as capable members of the family and taking purposeful approaches to environment setup, language and interactions meeting their needs, the types of toys and activities we offer, and more. So everything within their space, right? And we're using those tactical approaches to purposeful interactions that are aimed at supporting language, movement, cognition, sense of self, attachment, all of these pieces, right? Because we're implementing an approach that supports the whole child. And isn't that just so beautiful? I've always loved that phrase in Montessori, just that it's an education for the whole child. And because there's more to education than the things that we stereotypically learn about what we should teach babies and young toddlers, like we'll sing them their ABCs and teach them their colors and their numbers. And, you know, these are all things that we may have learned is the education piece. But really the education piece is what they're experiencing every day. And so, and there's so much we can offer them within that when we learn about how they grow and then take purposeful approaches within that, you know? So when having these conversations, our family or friends that we are having these conversations with may then ask, like, what? Like, what do you mean, you know? And so you can say simple things that you've been doing, of course, something that you've been trying, small wins that you've had, or maybe you noticed a change in the approach that you were taking, you know, a month ago and how your child is now, or just explain, you know, a piece of your day. So something like, You know, you let them self-feed when they start solids with as much support as necessary, of course, but driven by them. And, you know, you're letting them choose which diaper they want. You give them a choice and then you have them help you open it because they can and they're excited to. They're excited to do the things that we do at this age. And so we just kind of let them, you know. (laughs) And then when they're, you know, a young walking toddler, you put out a little child-sized broom and they can sweep, You know, sweeping is wonderful for them, develops so many incredible movements and treats them like a capable member of their home, you know. And so you can say those types of things. You can also talk about something like positive redirection. So, you know, instead of saying no over and over to when they chuck the remote at the window, for example, I don't know, (laughs) you're redirecting them to something that they can throw like a ball, you know. So then you're saying, oh, if you want to throw something, you could throw this ball. So in infancy, we're constantly doing these tiny purposeful approaches that all add up to this incredible education from birth that is Montessori in infancy. So one idea I want to share as far as talking to family and friends about the Montessori approach or taking this approach with your baby is that if you're planning to do it and you know so when you're pregnant, start talking to them when you're pregnant, you know, so prepare them for what you're going to be doing, what you plan on doing. So of course, this means you have to have stumbled upon Montessori before having a baby. And if you did, it's a really good time to share the exciting things you're learning. But if baby is here and you are learning the Montessori approach and you want to talk to your family and friends, which is also an incredible time, (laughs) there is no bad time to, you know, start learning all of these amazing things and trying them For yourself, one tip I have is to tell them what you learned and share the info in just a really excited way. So, for example, actually, I'm gonna, I think I'll act something out for you. So, something like, you'll never guess what I learned about babies. So, less is actually more when it comes to toys. So, even though I have the urge to shower my baby with every toy or material that I see that's age appropriate, actually, Less complicated toys and less amount of toys out for baby is better for things like their development of concentration because of how they learn. And so, when we focus on developing concentration in infancy, it gets to set them up to thrive when it comes to things like the schooling experience and learning however they want later on. Isn't that crazy? You know, (laughs) you could say something like that. Although, I will say, off these conversations people still may have questions you know and rightfully so because when they're learning new info that's different than anything they've ever known it can be strange to hear I know when I first got into this field I was in awe I loved learning about it but I was also you know like there were tendencies that I had having been a nanny prior to entering the classroom I definitely wanted to do more for the child and so having to take a step back and you know relearn habits myself but also then just implement what I'm constantly learning about how they learn. It takes time. It takes time. It takes practice. And so when people are learning new info, you know, that's different than anything they've ever known. It can be super strange to hear. And so maybe ask if they'd like the info, for example. If they take care of baby, maybe get them involved in a fun way, like share your favorite article finds or even just pieces of info or that same inspiration. But I will just say for some people, it just takes time. And seeing baby within their Montessori environment, you know, seeing them super excited and peaceful with, in the purposeful approach you're taking is truly magic. I've definitely had my fair share of skeptics. (laughs) For example, the school that I was working at was very highly rated, but there would be people who were skeptical about Montessori in infancy, right? And about the approach itself. And so, but they would leave fully in love (laughs) with Montessori, you know, in infancy and the experience their child had and the experience they had, right? Just really, really beautiful to see. When you go in, you know, unsure about what you're going to see in a Montessori environment with An infant, and then you leave, and you're like, that is a really peaceful baby. (laughs) So, yeah, I know these conversations can be hard. They can also be really wonderful. They can also be really exciting, you know, but just know that I'm here for you. I've got you. There are other Montessori parents all around the world who are having very similar conversations. And just know that we're all in this together. And also just keep in mind that, you know, people are people and people will always have opinions and they'll judge, and you do you. You do what's best for you. You do what's best for your baby. There is a reason your baby is yours and you are the most perfect parent for them. So just keep making those decisions that feel right and you've got it. The rest will play out. So our show is coming to a close, but I do want to announce that on New Year's, I have a super, super special totally free Montessori babies masterclass called the 6 steps to begin Montessori with your baby that will be dropping in the new year <sighs> Yeah, this is why I have been so MIA. Because I have been pouring my heart and soul into this masterclass. I started doing this before my baby was even born. <laughs> so I'm excited to finally be releasing it. I kind of gave myself the grace and time to just kind of slowly build it throughout this year as I, you know, navigated new motherhood and running, you know, my show and teaching the course and all of that. And so I am so excited to finally share this with you. Because then you have literally everything you need to get started on your Montessori journey with your sweet baby right at your fingertips because I know firsthand how fast it flies by. And in my experience, it's incredibly helpful to have these tangible steps to take so you can create an awesome foundation to build out from there, right? So all of these steps build a Montessori experience and get those peaceful child-led environments in your home. And I'm just, just so excited to share this with you. So Keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. I will be dropping it both here and on my Instagram, which is at babytoryguide if you're a new listener. And yeah, that's it. So to close our show, I want to say happy holidays. We are right in the height of the season and ah, it is such an amazing time of year. And my heart is just bursting that I get to share it with my son. You know, I love how every family has their own special traditions that they get to share with their babies. And I remember when I was in the classroom setting, I loved asking families about some of the fun traditions that they share with their kids. And it's just so beautiful to see how everyone celebrates and creates that special spirit. So for example, in my family, like I said, we're Mexican-American and so we celebrate with special traditions like making tamales and eating pozole and we also get a Christmas tree and decorate it with colorful lights and do things like bake cookies and play holiday music and you know it's just so much fun And, and I've been so excited to share every single piece of it with my son like if I were to show you the beautiful curiosity and joy in his eyes I mean you guys are probably experiencing the same type of thing in your own situation but when we lit up our tree and the lights in our house it was just so magical. However you celebrate, I wish you all so much health and happiness during this season and always, of course. And that is it. So thank you so much for listening to Season 2, Episode 10 of our Montessori Babies show, and I will catch you in our next episode. Bye! Hey, it's Bianca, your baby tour guide here, hopping back in to say thank you again for listening to this episode of Montessori Babies. If you'd like to support your baby's earliest and most important years, the Montessori way, I have a totally free masterclass that teaches the six essential steps to begin Montessori with your baby that gives you the exact, seldomly spoken about steps that I created after over a decade working with Montessori babies, families, and caregivers. You can register via the link in our show notes or in my bio on Instagram, at baby tour guide. Also, if you're enjoying my podcast I would absolutely love if you'd leave a review to help other parents and caregivers find and join our community. Thanks again for listening to Montessori Babies, and I'll catch you in our next episode. Bye!